This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you'd like more information about what you're about to hear during this awesome show, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit our website at www.taraenolan.com. And while you're there at the website, click on the radio page because you can check out the past shows and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. So that's always pretty cool because I'm not the the young person that's good with tech, but I'm pretty pretty proud of that. Oh yeah, very good. <laughs> so as we're jumping in, before we get into today's show, Tony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tara. Thanks for asking, but let's not bury the lead here. Uh, the big news of the day is you're back. Uh, it's just been Chris and I for a few shows, and we haven't heard from you in a while because you've been busy. I know you've been uh, meeting with folks and busy with your military career as well. Uh, and I assume your horses are still okay. Do you have any time to spend with them these days? Well, I I don't have a lot of time right now, but Tony Donzer, we just figured out he's got some arthritis. And oh. so we are going through some therapy with him right now. So yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer because my, my show season got derailed a little bit. We were ready. He was having a little bit of tenderness and we got some x-rays and the vet was like, oh boy. So we're going through the therapy right now, and fingers crossed he's going to come out the other side. Oh, uh, yeah, I hope so, because uh, that can be tough, especially on a horse. That's really not good. So he's getting old like the rest of us, Tony. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. None of us are getting any younger. Yeah, I got not, a little arthritis in my knees, too. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about health care today. Uh, that, that's a whole other can of worms, but... Yeah, I've been great. I had a great week, uh, but wow, you have been really busy, haven't you? Well, Tony, I, you can't complain. It's it's busy, but it's really fun, and I'm having a great opportunity with my military career and, and getting the opportunity to to work with a great group of people. And so, you know, you just can't turn those things down. And in, in the course of your life, Tony, like we talk about, you never have a crystal ball to know what's coming next. But pretty soon I'll be too old to play in the military anymore and they'll make me stay home. So <laughs> while, while I'm still being allowed to participate, I'm going to take advantage of that. And that's the great thing is Chris and I have such a great partnership and we've got a team like you, Tony. So we can keep running the business and taking care of our clients. And it's it's really great when you have that team. So you don't have to just pick between one thing or the other. And you can kind of have a big full life. Yeah, I think that's great. And Chris has been doing a great job. Uh, not only with the radio show, but uh, he loves meeting with our listeners and meeting with your clients. And so he's been able to handle that side of the business uh, while you've been busy uh, with the other. And I know it goes back and forth. Uh, then you'll spend a while probably just focused on the uh, the financial planning aspect and then the military. So I know it rotates every few months for you. And Chris is holding down the fort. And I know that you guys have a, a lot of 
uh, clients that you're helping here in the area. And I think that's great. Now, what are we talking about on today's show? Well, Tony, we are going to be talking about millennials and retirement. And and this is how old I feel, Tony, is millennials are now old. Oh, <laughs> They're not the babies that anymore. That can't be the case. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to talking about those darn millennials. They always seem to be up to something, right? Well, it's it's I think it's now larger a larger group than the baby boomers. So yeah, that's we've what got they a, say. Yep, it is. And this generation was was uh, raised on social media and technology, and so they've been exposed to a lot more ideas. You know, one of the things I think Tony we always talk about is how much money is emotional as much as it is about money and and math and you know, what you learn is generally what you grew up with, but millennials are interesting because they've had such a, a broader connection with lots of people all over the world. Yeah. So it, it is interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what millennials really do understand about money and, and retirement and, and how that all feeds into the bigger pictures of things that they like to be involved with, you know, like climate change and, you know, all those kind of things that younger groups tend to be involved in. But now the millennials are making that shift and isn't it true, Tony, that we all get a little more conservative as we get older and actually have some money? Well, that's true. I, I think that's <laughs> true for almost everybody, uh, That uh, especially with our finances. We definitely get <laughs> more conservative as we get older. And when we're young, uh, not so much, at least for me. Well, and I think that's kind of a natural thing when you're younger and you can be idealistic and, and we need that in our society. Yeah. You need all that. Yeah, and I it's think it's stuff. interesting that millennials, they you're right, they're constantly absorbing their surroundings, like you said. I mean, uh, with the internet mm-hmm. and social media, and they are communicating with people all over the world and really absorbing a lot. And I, I this, this topic is funny, Tony, because we are going to stereotype a little bit, which we all know that we shouldn't do. <laughs> but it's just as a group, there's just been so much written about millennials and they're attitudes and habits and how it impacts the different industries because i mean every generation has a little something different that they focus on and different characteristics so um i think tony we're gonna have a lot of fun because we're gonna talk about some of these studies and the, the attitudes and perceptions that seem to be true about retirement and you know being a parent is no easy task and no. in a recent survey of millennials you know, they're looking at, you know, what have millennials picked up from their families, right? Because what you learn around the dinner table or in front of the TV or wherever your family gathers, that's kind of what, those are your foundational knowledge base for for money and planning and, and interactions. And for good or bad, that's, that's your baseline information. And uh, Tony, we're going to look at a topic today called Learning from Parents Retirement's Financial Planning. And it's going to be really interesting to see how much millennials are taking from their parents and then how much they're just absorbing from society at large. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what did that study find? I mean, uh, what are some of the numbers uh, that they, that they came up with? Oh gosh. I, we're going to get into math right away, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious. Well, no, but it's interesting. So according to this study, like 57% of Americans say that their financial planning for retirement is basically directly what they learned just by watching what their parents did. Uh, you know that old adage, do as I say, not as I do, never works, right? Right. <laughs> yep, that doesn't work. But but if, what the study found was that 44% of people surveyed avoid taking on significant debt, which that's a good thing. Yeah. But then they found that nearly a third of adults save money on a regular basis in a non-retirement account. So that goes back to the old adage of pay yourself first. Yep. So that's a good thing. Yep. And then- 
like almost 30% of millennials are taking advantage of, you know, their employer retirement accounts, especially the matching. And yeah. those are, so those are actually all really positive things yeah, from, those are, from my perspective. Yeah, those are actually really encouraging statistics. I mean, I, I think people are starting younger as far as putting into a 401k. If When they get out of college, if they work for a company, if they have a 401k plan, I think they get it because they, along with all the other employees of all ages, are encouraged to put money away in a 401k. And boy, when I was in my, you know, in my 20s, uh, I didn't ever put money away. <laughs> I mean, not in a 401k or not in a retirement account anyway. And so now people are doing that in their 20s and 30s more and more, I think. Well, and I think, Tony, we finally have gotten a breakaway that people are realizing that pensions just are a rare thing. Yeah. You know, our grandparents still had pensions. Yep. And so this idea of saving, we didn't grow up with that. But now the millennials, I think, are one of the first generations truly growing up with parents that don't have a pension. And you have to save a lot of money if you don't have a pension. Yeah, you do. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so at least some millennials out there are, are getting a, a good start and are feeling positive. They, you know, they really are. And I think because I think with money, when you feel like you're in control, that tends to make you feel positive. What really makes people stressed out and the clients I work with is when they just feel like they're just drowning and they don't know what's happening and it's too much information and you got to get your foothold somewhere. And that's one of the reasons, Tony, I always like to talk about we need to, to create that plan. Yeah. Good, bad or ugly. Let's know what the plan is. And then we can start getting positive traction. But it's that people are happiest, Tony, when they are, feel like they're in the driver's seat with their money and in control and, and they're making things happen. They're not always reacting to something. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I know that also, you know, Hey, 30% are on the right track, but that means, uh, or a third, but that means two thirds aren't. And so I know a lot of baby boomers out there, uh, are, you know, struggling with that or just don't pay any attention to it, which is more likely, at least when I was that age, I really didn't think about it even. And I think that's normal, Tony. I mean, when you're young, retirement's a long, long, long oh, way yeah. away. Yeah. And, and you're too busy. You're, you're trying to get out from underneath your parents and make your own life happen. You're like, I'm not jumping right into retirement. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what yeah. about the middle part where I get to have fun? <laughs> yeah. Even just saving for anything is, I think, tough for a lot of young folks. And so it's good to hear more of them, at least when we were that age, more of them are starting to save. And that's, that's a positive thing. Now, Tara, obviously you said having a plan is a good way to deal with this and make sure that you are prepared and start starting early is good. And so millennials should start early. Um, but if we have a millennial listening to the show or the podcast, how can they get a hold of you? You'd sit down with them and talk to them or Chris. Uh, about how to get a plan in place to save money so they'll be set, right? Uh, definitely, Tony, because it's like going to the gym. You want to start exercising those muscles early, even if it's just a little bit at a time. And so, yeah, Tony, uh, we I definitely have anyone call 719-210-4242 or just go to our website and you can contact us through the website, send an email. But Tony, if there's anything to anybody listening out there, just start doing something and do it now. And that's like the best thing you can do, especially when you're young. Just, you know, start saving, you know, a dollar, a dollar a day or, you know, $15 a month. Just something small, but just get in that habit pattern is like the best thing you can do. 
Yeah, I think that sounds great. Now, let's take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll continue this discussion about millennials and retirement here on Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan, after this. In today's volatile environment, making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At Terra Nolan Advisory Services, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your complimentary Rule of 100 report at terraenolan.com or call us today at 719-210-4242. And welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And our host, Tara Nolan herself, is here on the show today talking about millennials and retirement. And you've been talking about how uh, millennials, uh, some are starting to save more than we did when we were that age or the majority of us. So that's a good thing. Um, But there are steps that people can take to build financial and retirement confidence. And I think that's really good. And um, obviously, I want to remind our listeners, too, that if they go to TaraEnolan.com, they can go to the radio show page. And if they miss that first segment, they can go back and listen to that. They can listen to past shows or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Um, so what are, what are some of the things that we need to do uh, to really be prepared? And, and what do we need to know out there? about millennials in retirement? What do millennials need to know uh, about retirement? I mean, obviously, this is a concern for parents of millennials like myself as well. Well, Tony, the, the number one thing the millennials listening today need to understand about retirement is that time is your friend. So the sooner that you start saving a little bit and getting that habit pattern in play, the more your 70-year-old self is going to thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's hard to wrap your head around, but it is. The, the key is... To start taking action today, you know, if nothing else, just get in the habit of saving 10% of money, you know, whether you have a dollar or a a paycheck, whatever that is. And then the second thing, obviously, Tony, I would recommend is that you create a plan because you don't need to wait until you have money to create a plan. It's much better to have your plan so that as you start to make more money, you know exactly what to do with it. So you don't have that, that spot because there's that delay like, Oh crap, I made some money. I don't know what to do with it. And, and trying to figure that out. But, um, you know, we, we've talked about this already today, but it's really important to discuss financial matters with family members when you can, you know, it can be a very touchy subject, but, you know, especially, you know, as a child, if you've heard your parents fight about money or or different things, it can take on through your childhood eyes a much bigger impact on your life than you think it is. And so it's really important to understand, you know, was that really like a serious fight or were we just tired from work or, you know, what was going on? And, and do I need to carry that stress with me about money or is that something I can put into perspective now that I'm an adult? Well, I think it's also important here, Tara, that parents discuss these things with their adult children or with the millennials. So I have a millennial and I guess I should be talking to him probably more about these things. We talk a little bit about it. Uh, but, you know, these conversations can be hard to have. Do you think it's normal for adult children and their parents to discuss financial strategies? 
Tony, I would say it's not because right. I, I just got back from we we're starting to do a large family get together once a year. So this year we went to the Outer Banks of North Carolina and it's it's kind of amazing because they have these gigantic houses where everybody has their own bedroom. And so you share a kitchen, but it, it, it's a way to get the whole family together. And it's always funny, Tony, you don't realize how far you've come until you get back with your family. <laughs> and, and and that's funny. just some of the conversations about money and it's it's nice though to be able to sit with my younger siblings because I'm the oldest that's why I'm so bossy but um <laughs> to sit and talk with my younger brothers and and get to talk about yeah that's a fight that mom and dad used to have but that's not reality anymore and and you'll be okay and, and we can plan for vacations because when we were growing up we just didn't take vacations it just wasn't something that was done there just was no money with six kids in the house oh. Yeah. And wow. it's a big thing. You know, one of my goals with my family is to shift the dynamic to say, I want to make it a priority that we get together as a family every year. And Chris and I will help fund that. Like, we don't want money to be a reason that we don't know each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's not and, good. It is good for family to get together, and it's hard. I think there are a lot of households. I mean, we, uh, we've we gone a, a year or two without taking any family vacation. And then when we do, we realize, hey, we got to do this more often because it's really important. And that time spent together is good and it gives you a chance to talk about things. And it gets easier, I think, to talk to your children about finance the older they get, uh, but you shouldn't wait either, right? Well, and Tony, what makes it hard, right, is as you get older, it's not just your family, it's all the in-laws as well. Ah, uh, yeah, the in-laws. God bless so them. So you're bringing yep. not only your family baggage, but everybody else's family baggage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm an outlaw. I always say that. I'm the outlaw here when I go to my wife's side of the family gatherings. <laughs> uh, we we get together. The outlaws get together and commiserate. So. Well, you have to. You have to. <laughs> well, you're right. It's because it's tough. But, you know, obviously having conversations with family members about finance, whether it be about our millennial uh, adult children or uh, about our aging parents or aging family members, like you said, getting together with brothers and sisters, talking about maybe the older siblings or the older parents who might have health issues and uh, do you have to pitch in to help out, take care of them, or are they going to be set? So there is a lot that comes into play here. And millennials, obviously, every time you talk about millennials, you have to throw out stereotypes, you know, well, they're lazy or all they want, all they do is sit on their phones. And so, you know, we've heard that for years and years. Uh, but now that a, a millennials are starting to become adults, uh, wow, uh, they're in their adult years. And so, uh, we kind of see some different changes happening, don't we? We do, Tony. And one of the things I always try to recommend is is you don't have to start from scratch. So one of the things that we do at Nolan Financial, Tony, is we have a, we call it a from the heart journal. And this journal is, it's like a, a guide that can help guide you through some of those conversations that you need to have, especially like the basic things about, do you have dependent children and do you have the right wills in place? Uh, do you have insurance policies that protect your your children when you're young and then protect your income streams when you're older? Uh, do you know where the important documents are located if anything were to happen to you? Uh, you know, funeral and burial wishes, Tony, all that fun stuff that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That can be tough. Uh, again, tough conversations, but so important. And once you have them, you know, you might put them off or you don't want to deal with it. But once you deal with it again, and we've said this on at past shows about everything related to finance, 
once you deal with it head on or have a plan in place, then it's the swan plan, the sleep, sleep well at night plan, because it, it just like a burden has been lifted. It takes away the stress. It really is, Tony. I can tell you that the anticipation of these conversations is always much worse. But then oh, yeah. once the conversations had, people always feel so much better. Yeah. Always. Yeah, it, it, it's so true. It's such a big part of it has such a huge impact on our finances. Well, and that's the the biggest thing. You know, if we had a crystal ball, my job would be a lot easier. Yeah. But the one thing that we we know is probably going to happen at some point, we just don't know when, is poor health. Whether, yeah. I think it was almost five years ago, Tony, I was out in Florida with my horses and I broke my ankle. 90 that's degree right. break. I, I, I couldn't drive. I couldn't, I didn't plan for that that year. No. So not only did I not get to finish my time with my horses and then it impacted my business and then, you know, Chris had to do everything for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's one of the big things, and not only for millennials, but for a lot of people, uh, it that will drive retirement more than any other decision is is health. And the, the problem is just, you know, until Congress sorts out our health care situation, we have to have that be part of our uh, financial planning because that's the biggest thing that can t- turn your whole world upside down. Yeah, and I imagine that's something that millennials probably are not doing well, and that's having a backup plan when it comes to unexpected health care costs, right? Well, and it's such a challenge, Tony, right? Because everybody right now is carrying large student loans. We call it the condo without the roof. Oh, I, I hadn't heard that one before, but yeah, student loan debt. It's the condo without the roof. <laughs> it's, that, and- that fits so perfectly. So it's a challenge when you're trying to pay back student loans and get your career launched and get your family started and and you getting your house. So I I understand it. There are so many competing priorities. It's hard to try to to separate and give everything a status. But again, Tony, this comes back to my point is this. You got to have a plan. Yep. (laughs) Yep. You have to have a plan. You have to be ready for you know, uh, the next punch that's that life is going to throw at you. And uh, again, you don't know when or what or where, but you know what? Having a plan for a contingency, because you know that you're going to have health costs. We know that, that you do know. You don't know when or where and maybe, but uh, to plan for that is so important. And I know you really stress making that a part of the plan. And we've talked about that on past shows. Um, and it makes sense that poor health. And then another thing, lack of employment. Like you said, the condo without a roof, it's student loan debt because what's happening is uh, millennials are going to college uh, these four-year, maybe it's a four-year liberal arts college or you know they go to get a degree in uh, English major or philosophy or mass com and they have this four-year degree and $100,000 in student loan debt or $60,000 or whatever it is. And then where are they going to get a job that's going to pay well enough uh, to cover that? And, uh, you know, the unemployment is at an all-time low. That's true. But the majority of those jobs are not going to be jobs that will allow them to live comfortably and pay back their student loans. Exactly. So it is a challenge. And this is why it's so important that we have a plan put together. Because, you know, Tony, the thing is, is you want to know, besides everything, you want to have your hands around what you're not doing as well as what you are doing. So that way, you just you're not caught off guard and by surprise. So that's why, you know, we like to help people with the plan, because we already have a pretty good idea of all the things that should be in that plan. 
And Tony, another thing that a lot of millennials are having to look at is is taking care of their parents. So it's not just oh, themselves, yep. but you know how is that going to also fall into play? And, and um, so, you know, there's there's all these challenges. I mean, life has always had lots been full of challenges. And I'm just a firm believer, Tony, is is there's resources out there so you don't have to start from scratch and learn everything by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. And you don't have to do it alone either. And that's where you and Chris come in, Tara. Uh, that's what you do. You help people with this and you really help put together a plan. You run reports that's going to say, hey, here's where you're at. Here's where you need to be um, based on your age and where you're at. Here's what you should be putting away. Uh, you really go over the numbers to see where they're at and what they're going to need to live on. Uh, and, and of course, it, it, it's based on how far away they are from retirement and how many years they have to save. Uh, but again, you never know what emergencies are around the corner. So you ha there's a lot that has to be taken into consideration, isn't there? There really is. But I guess that's the saving grace, Tony, is that it's there's a lot of it is captured. So you just don't have to like reinvent the wheel all on your own. And that's what creating that plan does is it, it lets you go, OK, now I can see I can get my hands around everything and see the big picture. Here's the parts I'm doing well, you know, and, and then, you know, I'm going to take care of getting my debt under control and making sure that I have my house and, and those things taken care of. But then also, meanwhile, I'm going to just start creating that habit pattern of saving money. So you start creating some of those uh, smaller accounts to grow and, and then you move through. And, and then here's a big thing, Tony, that most of my clients want to say is how much is enough? It's really hard to save for retirement when you don't even know what your target is. Yeah, th there you go. You got to figure figure that out. And and just, we don't have to guess. We can. It's it's a pretty doable thing. But it's like so. These basic questions, like how much is enough, and am I on track to get there? Those are the things that make people feel okay about their money situation. It's when it's like they're floundering and they just don't know what to do. And on top of everything else, they don't have time to become experts in finance. So that's when it gets hard. But the the thing, Tony, I think a lot of people don't realize is they think uh, financial planning and getting help, that's something only for like the Rockefellers or super rich people. Right. They, that's what people get it in their heads uh, that, that, you know, they don't have enough money to plan. Right. Exactly. And the thing is, is that's not really true and that's not how it works. And it's really important, Tony, when you sit down with a financial planner, I always, the first question you should always ask is, well, how do you get paid? And because that shouldn't be a secret. So it's about establishing a trusting relationship with somebody that can help you. Just like, you know, I don't do my own uh, checkups medically. I go to the doctor and they take my blood pressure and they do all those things because I don't have time to learn how to do all that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And that's where you come in. Now, Tara, uh, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, I guess I always like to wrap up, Tony, with the big takeaway. So the big takeaway from today's show is if you're not doing anything, start saving, even if it's just 10% a month. And then I would highly recommend you reach out and connect with somebody that can help you understand how to create a plan because you should know how much is enough and are you on track to get there? Those shouldn't be uh, questions that are unanswerable. So, Tony, uh, Chris and I are happy to sit down with a complimentary appointment for anybody that's interested to start asking this question about planning, our number is 719-210-4242. And you can also visit our website, www.taraenolan.com. The, the biggest thing, Tony, is that you just take action. Do something. Yeah, there you go. I, I think that's great. And you know what? We're out of time for today's show. So that does it for today's episode 
of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.